You're now locked in to the Fox Says Podcast. I'm on the beat, let's guy supreme. Yes, people, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Fox Says Podcast. I'm your host with the jokes, the fantastic Mr. Fox, aka Coach John Fox. And I'm still a little bit, or sat a little bit too far to the mic. Let's, let's get that, get that, let's, that's better. Right, so, um, I hope everyone's well, having an absolutely awesome week. Thank you to everybody that tuned into last week's episode. Um, I really appreciate it. It's nice seeing like the amount of people that are listening to it. Um, I don't do this podcast because I'm trying to be like some famous podcast or anything. I just like talking and I just feel like the stuff that I put out there is useful and helpful f- for people. And if you're doing your steps, if you're doing your cardio, or if you're just chilling and want to listen to something, um, I like to think that I'm the person you'd like to listen to. So yeah, thank you to everybody uh, for the continued love and support. I really appreciate it. Uh, the laptop is on the way out, but I'm gonna we're gonna ride this right until the end. So you know, if there's a sudden hiatus and you're like, "Yo, where are the episodes at?" It's probably because I'm finally having to buy a new laptop. <laughs> but at the moment, I'm like, mm, "This will do until he dies. It will do." But today, I thought I wouldn't really stand on ceremony with with the usual amount of waffle. I'm just gonna jump straight into this topic because there's quite a lot I'd like to cover with it. And as the title suggests, leave yourself something to play with. <laughs> that sounds like one of them, like, <laughs> them late, like, Jurex adverts or something like that, don't it? Uh, just just to, to clarify, it is nothing sexual. <laughs> just, yes, just not. Uh, I know what you were thinking. I, and if you're sat there like, I wasn't even thinking that. You're a liar. You're a dirty liar. Anyway, so the whole concept around leaving yourself something to play with. Now, Whenever someone is about to embark on a fitness journey, whether they want to bulk, whether they want to cut, whether they just want to improve their health, what I find more often than not is people want to sprint at the blocks. Maybe I should have called that episode, the episode that. Now we'll go with it. The, the clickbaity title definitely works better. But they, people want to sprint out of the blocks, okay? Now I'm going to use crazy metaphors in this, so I hope you've got your, your ears tuned in. I always say, oh, it's such a light-hearted, fun listen. Like, you know, if you listen to what you do, your cardio and your steps, but you're going to have to engage your brain just a little bit. So... If you're gonna, so you you, you want to go on a cut, you wanna you, you wanna get leaner. Let's just use that as an example, okay? People want to sprint out the blocks. Now that's fine. You can sprint out the blocks, but what if? Let, let's so let's use the metaphor of the time that you're gonna be doing your cut for, okay? Let's say the time of your cut is gonna be a fifteen hundred meters, all right? Now if you sprint at the block, you're gonna be able to sprint for a hundred, maybe two hundred, uh, some four hundred you're not going to be able to sustain and keep sprinting for 800 meters, 1,000 meters, 1,200 meters, 1,500 meters, are you? Okay, so using that metaphor and putting it in the context of, of, a, of like a diet phase or a cutting or, or calorie deficit phase, if you come sprinting out the blocks, you're going to get some, some short-term results, okay? Instantly, you're going to see some changes, see some drops in body weight, probably some uh, digestive distress released and all this kind of stuff, uh, improved insulin sensitivity, blah, 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 all these different things, okay? That's great. And then you're gonna keep sprinting to 200 meters. You're still gonna be, you know, there's gonna be some momentum there. You know, you're gonna be moving, it's still going, things are still going in the right direction, cool. And then you start to slow down a little bit because you might still be able to sustain and sprint for that 400 meters, or let's say four weeks, for example, Um, but you're not gonna be going at the same pace as that initial 100. So you might notice that things start to slow down. Then when we get into the region of 500, 600, 700, 800 meters, you're not sprinting. You're not sprinting at that same pace for 800 meters, okay? You might still be sprinting, but you're not sprinting at the same pace. So now you might feel like things are starting to slow down. 
Okay, now you're starting to feel like, oh, hang on a minute, uh, I'm, I'm stalling. Something's not working. Panic starts to kick in. Now we're hitting 900 meters, 1,000 meters, 1,200 meters, and the pace is not pacing. You're not, I'm still talking like that, yes. You're not moving at that same pace. So all these quick short-term results that you've had, boom, 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 suddenly you're slowed down. They're more infrequent. They're not as significant. They don't seem as, well, they are significant because changes are still changes. Progression is still progression at the end of the day, but they're not having the same impact um, as they were when you started, okay? And then by the time you get to your 1500 meters, you're burnt out. And if you've got to go past that, you know, you've really got to evaluate and see, well, I don't know what else to do because I went sprinting out the blocks. <laughs> I went sprinting out the blocks and just done all I could and, 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 and now I'm here. So to bring that to context, less metaphorically, when you start your cut, the first thing you, first, the first thing you need to decide, and you know, okay, you're gonna need a calorie deficit. Yes, okay, cool, like basics, all right? Calorie deficit is, is not the cure to everything, okay? Yes, it is important. Yes, it is valid. Yes, it works. However, people need to stop this whole thing of, I'm gonna do a calorie deficit and everything's gonna be all right. It's not, okay? <laughs> it's not, all right? It's not just that. There's more to it. And I'll dive into it a little bit more. Um, so you need to, first of all, think of where's your deficit gonna come from? Are you gonna reduce your food? Are you tracking your food? Do you know how much food you're eating at the moment? Do you know how much of a deficit you need to be in? Do you know how much of a deficit you're going to be in? Are you even eating in a surplus now to, to warrant a deficit? Can you go much lower? Like, or is your deficit gonna come from um, increased expenditure? Is it gonna come from cardio? Is it gonna come from steps? Are you currently doing any cardio? No, yes, okay, what, what, what are you doing? You need to figure these things out first, okay? And then you make a plan accordingly. Now, I'm saying you, but you might think, you know what, I'm gonna get a coach because I want the knowledge, I want the support, the accountability of a good coach like <clears throat> Coach John Fox and who's gonna, <laughs> who's gonna help you and take care of all this. But you need to consider it because if you come out the start, so I've worked with people before who I've said to them, right, we're gonna go into a cutting phase or they've come to me and they're like, look, I wanna diet, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, cool. And then they're like, cool, can we start with like, what are we gonna do? Drop our calories right down, start with an hour's cardio. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. See, they're sprinting out the blocks. If I give you an hour's cardio now, and put you on low calories now, what do we do in six weeks' time? What do we do in 400 meters' time? What, what do we do when we get to that point where your body will start to slow down because you can't keep sprinting at that pace and you've not really given me many, many variables to play with? If your calories are low, your cardio is high, where do we go from here? <laughs> There's not, like, if you started with an hour's of cardio and now you're on two hours of cardio and then 800 meters into this journey, or however many weeks that, that will obviously yield in this metaphorical sense that I'm speaking about, what do I do if you then stall? You're already on two hours cardio, you're already on low calories, where the flipping hell do we go from here? I tell you what, here's six hours cardio. Like, it's just not, it's, it's just not optimal, is it? It's not optimal, and you know, you guys know I hate that word, but it's, it's a relevant word, right? But it's not, okay? So what you need to think of, you need to plan effectively, okay? If you're doing a 100 meter sprint, you need to sprint like a 100 meter sprint. Okay, like, like sprint, like you're sprinting a 100 meter sprint. But if you're doing a 1500 meter run, you need to plan accordingly for the 1500 meter run. Now, I know I've said about not, you know, looking for quick fixes or looking for overnight fixes, but let's just say you're gonna put yourself in a six weeks cut, okay? You still need to plan accordingly because, you, all right, you, you might wanna go, it, it will be a quicker process. So yes, your cardio initially may be higher. You know, your food may be a little bit lower initially compared to if you was doing it say over 12 weeks which is something i'd recommend a bit more um but what you need to remember is there's so many different things that are going to affect you during that six week time accumulation of fatigue plateaus lifestyle changes 
life, stress, recovery, all these different things are gonna affect it. Now, the shorter time you take to do things like this, the more aggressive they're gonna be. And the same goes for bulking. If you're like, right, boom, um, I'm gonna start bulking, let's start putting on size. Uh, I'm gonna start with <laughs> the old faithful. I'm gonna jump onto 4,000 calories, right? You're, you're jumping right to 4,000 calories. Well, how many calories are you eating at the moment? You know, let's just, uh, let's just, I'm gonna metaphorically talk to myself, uh, hypothetically, sorry, talk to myself. Let's just say, right, I currently eat 2,600 calories. I'm just coming out of my calorie deficit. I wanna put some size on, boom, let's go to 4,000. Whoa, buddy, whoa, that's 1,400 calories more that we can get to, but you don't need to get there right away. Why don't we increase your calories by 500? Let's, let's put a 500 calorie surplus into what you're doing now or get you back to your maintenance to begin. So let's, all right, let's just say you was in a deficit, you've come back to two, um, 2,600 um, and that's your maintenance, okay? That's your maintenance amount. So already you've made an increase because you're out of the deficit and you're up to maintenance, okay? That's, that's enough to start, you know, start getting, getting the cogs ticking. Is that gonna add all the mass that you want on? No, but that's gonna start getting things moving, okay? Assess it after a week or two. Okay, cool. <coughs> weight's going up or weight's not really going up or mm, I feel like I need a little bit of a push. I'm starving, I'm really hungry, cool. Body's still really responsive, wicked. Let's put up calories. Let's go up by four, 500, yeah? Let's increase this here. So now we've gone up, let's just say another 500 calories. Okay, so now we're on 3,100. Now you've now put yourself up to your maintenance plus an extra 500 on top. If you're training, right? And you're training the companies that well, okay? That should, excuse me, start to yield a result. You should start to see a result, okay? If you then find that you're burning through that, and again, you reassess after a week, after two weeks. If, if after one week, your weight started to go up, perfect, happy days. If after a second week, your weight is still starting to go up. Cool, happy days. You don't necessarily need to push, okay? Because that's working, <laughs> okay? And people need to focus a lot more on this. That's working. So let's stay there. Why would you then mess with that if it's working, you know? So it's, it's one of those things where I, I get the, the urgency of wanting to be there now, but it doesn't happen like that. And if you want it to be, if you want your results to be sustainable, it doesn't happen like that. So rinse out that point. So then let's just say three weeks have gone, you're on week four, you're starting to notice a stall. Your hunger level is starting to go up. Your weight hasn't really changed. Cool. I may, as your coach, I may say to you, all right, look, let's just keep where we are this week and then look at increasing from next week. Okay. Or I tell you what, then let me give you a bit of a refeed or an off plan meal or something like that this week um, because we're at this phase. And then we go from here and assess from here. But then your change might be right. You can have that off-plan meal. Let's have an untracked free meal. Go have whatever you want. Go on a date, go date night, food with the kids, food with your friends. I don't know, go out and do something. Go and enjoy yourself, live life, okay? And then the following week, we just go back to where we were and then we'll assess where we are at the end of the week. If then at the end of the week, we're still noticing that stall, cool. All right, let's put the calories up. Let's go up by 300 now. So we've now gone from, what did I say before? 3,100, okay? Let's, let's say a 400 calorie increase actually. So you're now on 3,400. Now that extra amount of calories, wait, my maths, no. <laughs> Let's say 400 calories more, so that's 3,500, sorry. So now we're on 3,500 calories, okay? And we've had a slow and steady increase over the last few weeks. Cool, let's put this increase in, let's see what it does. Oh, my weight went up this week, cool. How's your digestion, are you, are you feeling fine? With your food? Does your food feel okay and all stuff? Yeah, yeah, wicked, let's stay where we are. Let's rinse this. Because then if you say, right, boom, I'll tell you what, nah, 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 sod that, I'm going to add another 300 calories at the end of this week. Well, hang on a minute. <laughs> you haven't even got all from what you could have from that one phase. Why are you then going to push that? 
don't let that impatience and urgency take away from the progress because slow and steady will win the race. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Okay, fitness is a marathon. It is not a sprint. Okay, yes, you can achieve results quick. Yes, you can do six week shreds, four week shreds. I mean, I can get myself pretty damn lean in six weeks. Is it sustainable? Probably not. Is it aggressive? Yes. And this is why people will do, because you will get people who do like little mini cuts and stuff like that. But again, it's all planned in accordingly. Okay, so I've got a client at the moment who is on 40 minutes of cardio uh, in the evening, 20 minutes hit post-workout. Food is still at a really good level. I haven't actually had to touch food. In fact, I'm getting ready to give him a bit of a refeed um, just because of how his body's responded and how his body continued to change. Now, we've had consistent weight drops. Body fat has come down ridiculously. His strength has gone nowhere. He's actually still improving and progressing, right? So why am I now all of a sudden going to be like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm going to throw in another half an hour's cardio for you if it's not necessary. Like what we're doing right now is working. So we just rinse this out. Like we just keep going because why are we rushing the process? You don't need to rush that process. If you're still getting results from something, why change it just for the sake of it? Like you don't have to then, okay, no, no, I'll tell you what. Uh, right, my weight was down this week, body fat's down, pictures are looking good, I like how I look. Cool, wicked, here's an extra 40 minutes cardio. It doesn't make sense, okay? It just doesn't make sense. Same way if someone sends me their, their, their bulking pictures or, and you know, and they're like, right, look, it's my pictures from this week, digestion's good, I feel good, you know, everything's moving in the right direction, numbers have been great in the gym. Cool, are you still feeling like, you know, are you feeling like we're still progressing in your sessions? Are you struggling in your sessions now? I feel good, all right, cool, let's stay where we are then I might, like I say, I might do something like throw them in an off-plan meal or something like that. But if, if what we're doing is working, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's basically what it comes down to. Because then you'll find longer term down the line, as I say, if you don't, going back to the original um, point that I was getting to, if you don't give yourself these things to play with, what, what are you going to do when the time comes that you need to change something up? Our oh, coach has got me on three hours of cardio. I'm on 1,100 calories. And I know these are extreme examples, but it's just to reiterate the point. I can't really go much lower from this. <laughs> like, okay, um, hmm, where do we go from here? You know, so there are loads of different things you can do. You know, there's things like refeeds, diet breaks, blah, 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 there's loads. Of, but what I'm saying is, generally speaking, if you use, if you sprint at the block, you're not gonna be able to keep that pace up, okay? And, it, and as I say, it, it's the same for cutting, it's the same for bulking. Now, you then get into the debate of, you know, how hard do you need to push, you know, and do you need to push some people do you need to push people like really far? Do they need to really get fat? Do they need to stay slightly leaner? Um, it is all person dependent, okay? It, it really is. You know, there's some people who are naturally quite lean. So even when you're like, when I'm filling them full of food, I'm giving them food and giving them food, they still keep a tight and lean body composition even when they are putting on their size. And that's just how they are. There's other people who can get fat pretty quick. Okay, and there's some people that I coach that I have to keep them sort of under control because it's like, I know how easy it would be for you to just get fat, basically. And when I want to say fat, you guys know I don't mean like, oh, fat, or like in any derogatory way. I'm talking in like a more fitness, like, and quote, bodybuilding way, okay? But I know that there's people that can gain weight fast um, and there's people that gain weight slower. You know, you do have hard gainers and you do have very easy gainers. I like to think I'm uh, somewhere between the both of them. Um, but this is where my job as a coach is obviously to, to monitor them and give them the right plans accordingly. There's some people who I can just say to them, right, you've not really been doing much. Let's put your step count up. We start to see a difference already. Why am I then going to turn around and say, right, cool, jump on the treadmill and do this and do this and do this when the step count addition is, is working? Now, I learned this a lot because when I prepped myself last year, I did run myself into the, I pushed myself into the ground when even speaking with, um, big shout out to Rob Waterhouse, even speaking to Rob, he was just like, 
to be honest with you, there would have been a time when I would have just like, pulled, I would have put your food up and pulled you out the gym for a few days, you know? And there was times when I knew I needed that, especially with things like my legs, you could see like, when I used to send the pictures to the boys, my legs were always inflamed. I think there was like the odd check-in here and there where I sent them a photo and they were like, your legs actually look like the details there because you've rested them. Um, so I could have done a lot more of less is more because sometimes, you know what, less is more, right? And it did get to the point where I did have my calories super low, my cardio was high and there wasn't a lot more I could do because of how much I was working, because of how my life was at the time. There wasn't a hell of a lot more I could do, right? But that was after a, a significant amount of time of dieting, I kind of got to that point. It wasn't like that initially, you know, and I wasn't, I, I wasn't, you know, out of the blocks, cool, we're gonna start with an hour's cardio because it's it's cutting time, boom, let's do it. It wasn't like that at all. I gave myself all these different variables to play with and I was like, right, okay, cool. Even little things like volumizing my food and stuff like that, I was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play with these variables as and when, I'm gonna bring them in slowly to the point where, as I say, I couldn't really reduce anymore, but after the amount of time that I've been dieting, it was understandable. You And you will get to that point when there's like, there's not really much else we can do based on how long we've been doing this. Like 42 weeks is a long time to be doing it, right? But if you're someone that turns around and says to me, you know, in the next 12 weeks, I wanna get in shape, I'm not just gonna make you sprint out. The, you're not gonna be able to sprint for 12 weeks. <laughs> you're not. And you know what, I kind of feel like I should call that. I'm coming up with all these different titles for, for this episode that I think you should call it, but you need, to, you need to progressively make progress, okay? And now for some people, for the majority of people, um, that sort of urgency, that impatience, because as well, this is the thing, if you then, so let's just say you've decided, cool, you're gonna hire a coach, <coughs> Coach John Fox, you're gonna, you're gonna hire a coach, you're gonna start this, you're finally ready, all right? And this is what happens to a lot of people I've noticed from a psychological standpoint. It's like, right, boom. I'm ready, I'm gonna make the change, let's do it. Why has it not happened overnight? Okay, stay calm, stay calm. Because it's taken you how long to get here? So you need to respect the fact that, in fact, the longer you delay, the longer it's gonna take to get there. If you're saying, I wanna get in shape and you don't start for another three months, guess what, that's another three months you've delayed. Don't then start and expect changes to happen like that. It's not going to happen, okay? So you need to, you need to kind of understand that. And that urgency, of, of wanting results now, that's good. Let's channel that energy a little bit differently. Channel that, I don't wanna use this, this word, but that desperation, that urgency, that impatience, channel that in your training sessions. Make it push you harder in your training sessions. You know, work harder and, and, and use it in a different direction, okay? Because the results will come. If you do the work, if you stay consistent, listen, success leaves clues, okay? You can see with clients I've worked with, myself, other people, other coaches, other clients, other, you, like, you can see in the fitness industry, if you are consistent, you're committed, and you work hard, you can get results, okay? Fact. Full stop, right? But you have to be willing to put in that work in order to get those results. And it's not gonna be like that. Okay, so it's just one of those things that, you know, you need to, uh, I, I get it. Like I say, I get where the impatience and the urgency and the wanting it now comes from. But at the same time, you do need to take your time, especially if you want to make sustainable changes. Like, I mean, I, I'm again, I'm not here to dig anyone out or anything like that. But I know people that have pe put people on these mad like weight loss plans and all that. And they lose a shed loads, loads of weight, like really quick. And then they just balloon and put it all back on for a number of reasons, but I would say mainly because it's been such a quick and drastic change. Like I said, six years, uh, six weeks isn't gonna undo six years of, of, of like not looking after yourself. 
you know, and it's like I say to some people, like I'm, I'm a huge advocate, don't get me wrong, I give my clients off-plan meals, you know, I give them, there's some people that have certain meal plans where um, they have flexibility with their dinner because they don't want to be sat there eating out of a Tupperware while their partner's sat there eating an actual dinner. So again, it's, it's client, it's person dependent, but I, I generally work around making it more flexible for people like that and enjoyable. So it's, it's, it, it's easier to sort of keep those lifestyle habits going. Obviously, if I have someone that tells me they want to come and do a bodybuilding prep or something like that, it's different. But that's a different situation. Generally speaking, I have that kind of flexibility and balance around people um, with their food. But there are some people who I will need to be strict with and I'll need to say, right, for the first three weeks, you're not going to be having any kind of cheat meal, right? And then they'll turn around and be like, well, what? why don't I get a cheat meal? And as blunt as this is, I've said this to a couple of them. <laughs> when I said it, I was like, oh, I don't know how they're going to take that. But they're taking it very well. They took it on the chin and they knew I'm, I'm not here to offend, but I'm here to be honest. Your whole life's been a cheat meal. <laughs> I literally heard someone scream that once and it's lived in my head rent free ever since. But it's so true. If you're, if you're used to eating, eating junk and eating out and getting takeaways and stuff like that, no, 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 this is time for change. Yes, you will be able to have some of that balance, but right now you need a bit of discipline, a bit of strictness, okay? We need that first, right? And if you're starting a diet and you're like, cool, when's my first cheat meal? Your head's not in the right place for it. You're not focused on the right things. Don't worry about your first cheat meal. Let's worry about your first check-in. Let's worry about getting your first week of training done. Let's worry about getting adapted to your new, to your new um, way of eating and, and building, starting to build habits and getting used to getting into the gym. Let's focus on that. Don't be worried about when your cheat meal is. That will come. And then for a lot of people, you actually get to the point where I'll then say to them, right, cool, I want you to go and have an off-plan meal this week. And then they panic and they're like, what? No, I don't want to have an off-plan meal. I don't want to eat anything that isn't my meal plan. And then we have to, you know, work on a whole different level. But again, that's just to, to, to show you that, you know, that strictness and that discipline and those, and those routines that you build, that routine that you build, those habits, and um, that's the word I was looking for, those habits that you build, okay, they are going to yield long-term results, okay, rather than short-term fixes. And people need to look at that. And you know what? The same goes for training too. Like, I've said this to a number of my clients that, you know, they're in the gym and they want to hit PBs and they're like, oh, I want to go for like a one rep max. And I'm like, okay, cool, right, look. What's that one rep max going to do for you right now? Let's be honest. That one rep max right now is going to make you feel, it's going to give you a big ego or confidence boost. Okay, cool. How is that really helping us long-term? If I've written you out a plan and on the specific exercises, focusing on strength progression because we want to build up you know, our strength in that exercise, stick to that. <laughs> because the, following that for the next eight weeks or 12 weeks or 10 weeks or four weeks, depending on how long the block is, following that for that amount of time is what's gonna yield the results that we're looking for. That one rep max right now is not going to help you eight weeks down the line, is it? Short term, yes, feel good, pumped, mm, PB. Let's tell everybody, put it on Insta, tell my coach, mm, here we go. I sound like gigs, don't I? Eight weeks down the line, what does that one rep max mean? you'll either try and beat it again, and then you get a, mm, again, a short-term short sort of uh, like feeling of, of success from it, or worse, you can't beat that one rep max. You're like, hang on a minute, eight weeks ago, I done 200 on a deadlift. Why am I struggling with it now? That can affect you negatively. Whereas if you would have just focused on progressing, slow and steady, as we said, to follow these weeks, you'd be at a different level of strength right now. No, it might not look as sexy as smashing out and alphaing out and hulking out on a, on a one rep max, but when you're thinking long-term, that is much more beneficial. So it's really prioritizing this long-term thinking rather than just the short-term. Yes, you do need to have short-term goals. And this is why I get all my clients to set short-term goals for the week. Little things like prep all my meals, do all my training sessions, do all my steps, do steps on my rest day, go in and do cardio on my rest day, 
actually just make it into the gym this week. Don't snack in the evenings. These are short-term things that, yes, they, they, they will add up to the long-term result. But that's what we need to focus on and differentiating what should be our short terms and what should be our long terms. And then when we are starting, as I said, don't throw all your eggs into one basket because then you've got nothing to play with. Like someone who starts on all the cardio and none of the food at the beginning ain't making it to that 1500 meter. They, do you know what? They might. Pure resilience might get them there. But imagine how much better it would be if it was like, you know, you're six weeks in and you're like, all right, do you know what? I'll put your cardio up now. We'll go to 45 minutes or maybe now we'll go to an hour. Yeah. I remember one of my closest friends, he's, he's like a brother to me. You guys should know Jack. I remember Jack speaking to him when he was doing his prep. And I was like, you know, how you feeling? You talk to him a lot. I said to him like, you know, how you feeling? He's like, oh, I just don't feel like I'm suffering yet. And I was like, and, and to di traditionally with like a bodybuilding prep, you know, you get this whole, there's this old school mindset of if you're not suffering, you're, you're not working hard enough, blah, 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 blah. And I got caught up a little bit in that last last year, obviously coaching myself. But anyway, it's funny though, because for others, I know that that's not the case. But yeah, anyway. So I said to him, don't worry about that. <laughs> I was like, your time to suffer will come. Just enjoy where you are right now. I was like, if it feels easy or if it feels manageable, that's okay. As long as you're seeing the results. If you're like, hang on a minute, this feels a bit easy. This feels good. And then nothing is changing. Yeah, okay, cool. Then you're going to have to like readjust and relook at it. But I said to him, you're getting leaner. You're looking better. You're on the right track. His coach at the time, he, he knew what he was doing anyway. I was like, you know, you've got a good coach. You've got someone good in your corner. Just just, just embrace. Because when that suck and that suffering comes, <laughs> you'll be like, oh, here we go. And lo and behold, when it came, he was like, yeah, I can feel it. <laughs> That's just part of it. But imagine if he would have gone in like that from day one. Imagine, like, when you get to that point where it will become a bit of a, 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 bit of a push, okay? Is that my neighbour? No. I thought I just saw someone walk past. I'm actually losing my marbles. Um, no, wait, that is someone. No, it's not. No, it's not. All right. Uh, sorry. You will get to that point where there will be a bit of a push and it will get a bit difficult. Okay. It's never going to be easy, guys. You know, and I'm talking about this in a general, like general fitness way. I'm not talking about this bodybuilding specific or anything like that. So this applies to everyone. And there will be a bit of a point where you're like, oh, do you know, I really feel like I'm pushing at the moment. And but you, you'll know where you're going. You'll know. Right. Okay, cool. This is going to pay off da, 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 down the line. Okay. Etc. Etc. So, but imagine how just try and imagine you know go back to the visualization and the imagination episode if you haven't listened to that imagine how hard that will be at that time okay imagine how much harder it will be if you start like that like that same let's call it the 800 meter mark okay so if you sprint to 800 meters you're going to be dead by the time you get to 800 meters right if you take your time up to 800 by the time you get to 800 meters you're fresher you've got more variables to play with and then you can go on for longer you might plan on doing it. So again, let's go back to this metaphor. I feel, I'm really proud of this metaphor. Let's say you've set yourself out a 1500 meter race and this is your dieting phase, okay? You wanna get from zero to 1500, okay? You're gonna sprint. Scenario one, you sprint at the block. As you get to 800, you start to slow down. You get to nine, you get to one, you get to 1200, you get to, by the time you get to 1500, you are dragging ass. <laughs> you don't feel that great. You just can't wait for it to be done. You're a dragging ass. Or worse, you get like that when you get to like a thousand meters, you're like, hang on a minute. Then you get to 1100, Ooh. get to 1200, you're dragging ass. Do you know what? There's only 300 meters left. Screw it, I'm gonna stop. Lack of motivation, wanted to stop, wanted to give up, going out binging, ruin, not ruining your progress, but taking a step back because of the amount of fatigue that you've accumulated from the beginning. Now, let's say you take a different approach. Okay, cool. Let me, um, let me sort of like, let, let me run, let me run to 200. 
And then we'll, you know, go to three. Okay, four, what, five. Let's pick things up a little bit by six. All right, we get to eight. Okay, cool. This is about the halfway point. So let's really step things up now. Okay, boom. So instead of crashing and going on a decline when you get to 800, you're slowly now starting to increase and continue on that upward trajectory. Do you see the difference? So then by the time you get to 1500, you're fresher. You've got the results you wanted. You feel fresher. And then all of a sudden you're like, do you know what? I can go to 2000. Get to 2000. You think, you know what? There's a little bit more. Let's go to 2200. You know what? I've had enough. <laughs> I'm going to stop here. You've now pushed yourself that little bit further. As opposed to getting to 1500 initially, absolutely burnt out, not feeling great and potentially not even reaching there. So I hope that metaphor makes sense. Um, it certainly does to me. Um, but that's how to think of these phases. So don't come out the blocks wanting to do everything at once. Like obviously want to do everything, but not everything at once because long term, it's not going to be sustainable. It's not going to, it's, it's just going to burn you out and it's going to leave you nothing to play with. As I say, if you're doing all the cardio and eating none of the food, what are you doing 10 weeks time? All right, cool. So instead of meal one, you're going to have dust um, and then meal two, more dust uh, and then meal three, more uh, dust. And it's, it's just not, it's just not going to be, I'm being silly with this, but it's not, you're not giving yourself much to play with. If you are eating a diet where you've got like no carbs, you're on trace fats and high protein, there's not a lot more I can do from this because you're not got nothing to play with. Okay, cool. I'll tell you what, let's play with the cardio. Well, I'm already on three hours. Well, Lord have his mercy. What is going on here? Right? So, and it's the same with bulking. You put yourself right. And the thing is as well, if you go so aggressively, especially when it comes to bulking, you start eating loads of food, the digestive distress, all that kind of stuff, it, it's just gonna it's gonna mess you up from the beginning. And I'm not saying you have to go slow, like, okay, this week, let's put in 100 more calories. No, it might just be, do you know what? I'm gonna do a bit of a bump. Like one of my clients last week, I said to him, cool, um, we're gonna put your carbs up by 50 grams a day. And I've given him what I call the buffer. So I've said to him, listen, keep your fats to this amount. This is the amount of carbs I want you to have. Choose where you have that. Bit of flexibility. So he just ended up having some more cereal post-workout. Perfect, cool. That's a, that's, that's a 50 gram increase. That's, I mean, to be fair, that's only 50 grams of carbs is 200 calories. But that's a 200 calorie increase right there. You know, and, and, and that might, that, that's going to make a difference. But then it's also, like, I'm not gonna lie, the way that he's, he's responded well to it is really good. So he's getting ready for another food increase. But it's rather than me just going, I would rather, I would rather, I guess the whole thing I'm trying to say is I'd rather give a little less to be able to give more than give too much and then have to pull back. Okay? I think that makes sense. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed recording this episode because it's something that I try to articulate and I feel like I've managed to do it in such a way that makes sense to you guys, hopefully. Um, and we all know that I love a metaphor. But as I say, if you're going to be running this 1500 meter race or bulking or cutting or whatever it is you want to do, don't sprint out the blocks because Usain Bolt is not sprinting for 1500 meters. Yeah, he's, he's not. Okay. Mo Farah is going to run 1500 meters, to be honest. I mean, the way that guy runs, how fast that guy is, he could probably borderline sprint it. But that, now we're just being silly. The point is, you can't sprint 1500 meters. You, you, you have no other, no, no other factors to play with. Okay, don't throw all your eggs in one basket. If this wasn't enough metaphors in one podcast episode, then I really don't know what will be. <laughs> anyway, guys, I hope this was helpful. Listen, if any of you have any inquiries, any questions, anything like that, shoot me a message on Instagram. My Instagram is at John Fox, J-O-N, don't put a H in my name, J-O-N-F-O-X, double underscore, so two underscores at the end. Um, send me a message, hit me up. 
Um, and you know, if you are interested in having a coach, I mean, if I can't plug myself, then when I, when can I? Honestly, like send me send me a message. Fill in the application. The application is there in my bio, or just DM me the word coach, so I know that it's an inquiry. Or just send me a question or something like over. If you just you know just want to pick my brains or something like that. But yeah, I hope this was helpful in terms of. I know I haven't told you how much you should be doing, but that's not what I'm here to do. If I coach you, then I'll do all that. But this is just how to think of it. Until the next time, guys. This is the Fox Says Podcast. You should know by now the work is always done and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Oh,